Hi, Tommy. Hi, Nico. It's so nice to see you again, man. It's really nice to see you again. It's been one and a half months. Oh, yeah. And I just can't believe that I came back a couple of days ago. Actually, it's about one week, almost yeah. a complete week. And I'm, I'm back in the US. And I got to tell you, man, I really experienced a reversed cultural shock. Oh, I'm looking forward to hear about that. Because, you know, I spent time at home and I was kind of shocked to be home a little bit. Uh-huh. And then I came back here and I thought I had adapted, but I had to readapt because... You had to relearn. Exactly, because somehow I forgot all these things, of course, because I spent all my life in Vienna, Austria. So uh -huh. it wasn't hard to get used to the people back home. Mm -hmm. But again, coming back here and, and just resetting my mind to American standards mm -hmm. and, American, and an American way of life. Oh, this was actually very hard. So you realized that I was complaining so much in the beginning. <laughs> Why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? But after a couple of days, I, I'm back where I actually was when I left. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I was complaining too, man. We we both been doing that. But um, I know maybe you want to tell uh, our audience what you actually did during J term. Yeah. You were traveling. So you had to relearn America. Yeah. I had to learn about other Americas because actually. Um, I got to travel to the South. Uh, I got to travel to New York City for the first time in my life. I got to travel to New Haven, Connecticut, and to three different cities of the South, Nashville, New Orleans, and uh, Memphis. And it was the most amazing trip of my life, to be honest. And um, it really felt like other countries, literally. It's, the U.S. is so huge and, and so wide that you just realized getting there that culturally it's, it has nothing to do with what we've done in Minnesota so far. It's um, the music is, is something incredible. You have for the first time in my life, uh, I, I saw 19 years old guys playing in Nashville better than, than, than I will ever play in my life. You just go out of a cowboy bar and you're like, okay, I give up music. Yeah. <laughs> it, I it mean, was, I just cannot imagine this, but this, this sounds something like, This sounds like a new country, actually. Mm -hmm. We are still in the same country, but what you're describing oh, yeah. to me, mm -hmm. it sounds like you just traveled to another country and came back. That's the thing. And, and you might know what I'm talking about because you, you've seen a bit Los Angeles and places yeah. like that. And you, you know how wide the, the U.S. are, actually. And getting there, you also feel kind of different, um, um, we'll say, influences. Like a lot of black people live in New Orleans and it has a huge influence on the music you hear there. And and on the the dialects you hear there too, it's it's very impressive. It's it's a town large as life, I think. What did you think about New York City when you saw it for the first time? Oh yeah, so that's interesting because um, New York City is something that is totally challenging your own um, perspectives of the size of things, mm. of 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 the, the 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 way things are spread all over. And it's a town bigger than than what you can ever think. And I I thought I had a really good time there. 
but I thought it was not really a relaxing town, actually. I know what you mean. When I was there for the first time, I really liked it, but I was overwhelmed by mm-hmm. these That's gigantic it. buildings. And you feel like an ant in New York City. Mm-hmm. You don't really feel like this in the rest of the country, I would say. But in New York City, in Manhattan, you have to feel like you're just a mm. little, little nothing. Yeah. And this is what what people have to get used to. That, that's a, you're, you're like among giants, like you, you exactly. walk among giants and you're like, okay, this is it, <laughs> I guess. So it was important for us to talk about that because actually mm-hmm. this is also part of our experience here. We got to travel, we got this luck, we hope to travel more uh, whenever we can. But now uh, we are back to business. The quiz section. Mm-hmm. So because nobody answered, unfortunately, I mean, it was before Christmas, so I get it, you were all busy. But the questions were, who is now at the head of the Austrian government? And I asked this question mm -hmm. before Christmas. So I'm really curious what you actually answered. So I searched for the answer and actually um, I found this name. The guy might be called Sebastian Kurz. Yes, this is Austria's chancellor, but... I heard he's actually 33 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. And he just got recently elected, right? Like it's from January the exactly. 7th of 2020. So there was a scandal going on when he was chancellor with another party. And he kind of um, was impeached, you could say. So Whoa. because of different reasons. And then he got reelected. And during that time, there was another governor. We call it an expert government, which was elected by the president. Mm-hmm. And... This time when I asked this question, the chancellor of Austria was a female uh, chancellor and it was Brigitte Bierlein. And it was just, she was not elected, she was selected by the president. Oh, okay, okay. Just until the 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 new elections. Oh, okay, so she was chosen and, and Kurz just came back into office, right? Exactly. Okay. And uh, what is your opinion about Kurz? Do you think he's actually a good... So I gotta be honest about this. I'm not a biggest fan of mm-hmm. um, our of the Austrian Chancellor. I don't agree with a lot of things he says. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with the way he says things and uh, how he presents himself. Mm-hmm. But I guess everybody has his or her own opinion, and he's very popular. Mm-hmm. He's maybe one of the most popular chancellors yeah. that's ever been in, in Austria. I heard that he's actually the youngest yeah. head of state in like, the world. In the world, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. And people say that this is some an amazing achievement, and I don't disagree on this. Yeah. I just disagree on his yeah, views sure. and points and opinions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's go to your question okay. about the French astronaut who was in space between 2016 and 2017. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to for what I you found there. Really tried to find it. I was so surprised that there were so many. French people in the space. Yeah, it's our thing actually. And I was. Who really would surprised. believe, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you know me. I, I oftentimes have the head in the in the stars <laughs> or even <laughs> the cloud. But so some people actually really work and actually really work hard to to build space spacecrafts and to go up there. So let me say the name and you say if it's correct. So okay. I found Thomas Pesquet. Oh, very good, Tommy. That's a good answer. Yeah. I'm really happy about it. <laughs> That's cool. So to say a bit more about Thomas Pesquet, he's actually 41 years old, a pretty young, young person as well, mm-hmm. right? We talk about young people yeah. today. And um, he was born in Rouen, which is actually in Seine-Maritime. And um, he has a connection with my hometown, actually, because he degreed in the Supero School of Toulouse. Toulouse is a very famous town of engineering. 
and he degreed there and he also studied in, Cor in Concordia and McGill in Canada. So he has actually a, a huge connection with the US as well and he speaks six languages. Wow. Which is really impressive. So he's really an intelligent guy. Yeah, and he yeah. has uh, he has also what we call, uh, I don't know if it's the same term in English, actually, it's interesting. IQ he's, or... Is there, he's or really, so in terms of sports, oh, he's sports. also a huge sports guy and he's a black belt of judo. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we would yeah. say Schwarzegürtel in German. Yeah, Centure Noir. Yeah, so yeah. I guess it's very similar English. Yeah, and Thomas Pesquet is very, very popular still. Uh, he is the fourth favorite person's personality of the French people. Still this year. Wow, so, I'm really surprised, <laughs> and I'm I'm so happy that I that I've learned something new because you never stop learning, and <laughs> that's what True Crude is all about. And so we have we never want to stop learning. So we have new questions for you um, today. We really hope you will answer those because it will be sad to have to answer our own questions for the rest of the semester. That's true. Yeah. Um, what is your question, Tommy? So my question is, and this is going to be very easy for Austrians and Germans, but my question is, what is another name for the northern part of Italy? And why would some Austrians say that the northern part of Italy belongs to Austria? Mm. Do you have any idea, Nico? Well, I really saw listeners guess. Um, so I asked my question. Um, so as you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rock fan. I listen to vintage bands, and uh, my next question is a bit focused on that. Uh, so you know the band The Police, maybe? Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. course, who doesn't? Like classic band yeah. from the 80s, late 70s, 80s. Um, there is a connection between The Police and a certain place of France called Corsica. Mm -hmm. Can you guys tell me the connection? Maybe somebody of the band members is from there. I'll let you guess. Okay. Okay, perfect. So um, this was our new quiz, our first quiz of the decade. That's crazy to say that, man. It's, it is crazy, yeah. So our new season, season two, now the new episode in the new year. So actually, by the way, happy new year to everybody. Happy right? new year, everybody. So let's move on to our next section, which would be traditions. Oh, yeah. So we wanted to introduce a new section in which, in which we speak more extensively about the traditions of our countries and things that are really locally specific. So um, you want to start, Tommy? I would like to start. I mean, I thought it wouldn't be a bad idea because the New Year has just started and New Year's Eve isn't that long ago. What do we actually have for New Year's in Austria? So I, I want to keep this, this, this brief because it's just something that's very Austrian and not a lot of people do. It's about what we do or how we celebrate the transition at 12 o'clock from New Year's Eve to the New Year. And we celebrate it, and this shouldn't be a big surprise, who knows a bit more about Austria, it with the waltz. So we dance into the New Year with the Donauwalzer, which was written by Johann Strauss. Well, that's that's cool. I love this waltz actually. I think we could play it on background in the episode, we can do right? It. Yes. I like the listeners to hear it as well. Because maybe some people don't know it, and I, I especially think of uh, our our friends here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, and in Minnesota. They should be. I, I agree. Glad to hear it. I mean, they they might have heard about Strauss, right? Because Strauss is internationally. Of course, and maybe they, they have heard the melody, but I've uh, seen through the, uh, with the students here that mm -hmm. they don't know it's called Donauwalz, mm -hmm. which would mean Waltz of the Danube, mm -hmm. the second largest river in Europe. Mm -hmm. Le beau Danube bleu. Oui. Mm -hmm. And um, this 
Uh, pardon me if I'm wrong, but this this waltz is actually played in the movie 2001: A Space Odyssey, it is. right? It is. Uh -huh. The whole waltz is played, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen 2001: A Space Odyssey. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it is. It is great. <laughs> so. We're gonna talk a bit about cinema today, like a bit more than usual. And my my personal tradition is actually something very personal that I experienced in my hometown of Toulouse. Um, we had what you call a cinematheque. Uh, do you have an idea of what this is, Tommy? Cinematheque. It's a certain kind of, of shooting films or, or, or showing movies, maybe. Uh, yeah. So it has a lot to do with that. It's actually um, it's not a regular cinema. It's a center of kind of preservation and screening actually uh, we have only three of them in France and Toulouse is one of them one of the oldest it was founded in 1954 by a guy called Raymond Borde who, who did a lot about cinema and um, I want to speak about this place because actually it started all my my whole knowledge of cinema started here and especially in July and August in my hometown we had what we call the cinema en plein air outdoor cinema it's actually Very something nice. that exists also in other places in the world but this is also very rare to find that right now preserved as it is so every July and August you can go and see classics on big screen in outdoors they do that every year every time unless it rains of course mm -hmm. but I got to see really important movies um, can there. you give me an example so I saw Joe's for the very first time in outdoor wow. cinema there I saw Alien, the so very first they show film. the classics? They show yeah. the classics, okay. French French classics, international classics. Uh, last year, they showed a lot of Italian movies as well, for mm -hmm. those of you who are interested in that. Um, I got to see um, The Shining, wow. which was really actually, crazy. Amazing movies. Yeah, yeah. And really, how much do you have to pay for it? It's not a lot, actually, it's five euros. That's, that's, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Wow. And you can actually sit there and have what we call un transat. It's actually a, a kind of rocking chair. Mm -hmm. And you sit there and you even have pillows you can borrow. And it's just heaven, man. Wow. I'm really looking forward to go back to my hometown and to do that this summer because actually it's something that um, I really enjoy. And if you come to visit me some point in Toulouse, I'll be glad to show you that. Yeah, as well. I would like to try this out and I guess our listeners mm. now know what they can do in Toulouse. Yeah. <laughs> and that's part of many things. I will try to talk a bit more about that. Okay, now um, we'll give you a little break and mm -hmm. we're going to use this break to show you a new song. To show you a song of the rap genre or hip hop. And I want to use this opportunity to introduce my brother. So my brother, he's called Shema. This is his artistic name. And he uses this name as an artist. And he recently um, released a new song on Spotify, on Amazon Music, Apple Music. It's called Hustle. And it's about how he tries or how he struggled to reach the point where he's now. And how much he actually invests in writing the lyrics, mm -hmm. producing the songs, spending time in the studio, spending time with the producer. And it really reveals a lot about him and his struggle for rap. And I'll let you enjoy this, this song. And if you want to know more about him, you can always find him on YouTube or on any other streaming platform. Let's play it. Shema Hustle. Oh, <laughs> 
Sie dachten damals mit 15, ich kriege nicht mal ein Stück Fame. Ich dachte damals mit 15, ich kann auf euch nur ein Fick geben. Mann, ich werde mit Instagram hacken, alle abholen, so richtig dich mal schuck. Kaku, taku, dobro, brako, taku, sato, sto mir lako. Alle machen in den Videos immer brrr, aber sahen im Leben nie grrr. Und damit ich so cool wie du bin, mach ich am Ende einfach ein Skrrr. Du stellst den Instapart drauf, ich denk du bitte machst raus. Zu viele Escobars hier, also bitte meine Kinder, was lernen wir daraus? Du hast recht, ich hab Autotune in meiner Stimme. Doch der Unterschied zwischen uns, ich kann auch singen. Nicht nur, dass der Flow rasiert wie Frauenbeine Bopper bin ich für die Bitches, auch ne Augenweide Passen jeden Tag bis spät in die Nacht Alles was ich mach, kommt aus eigener Kraft Sie haben sich gefragt, aber Bruder für was? Für mein Traum, Mann, ich hau bis ich schaff Passen jeden Tag bis spät in die Nacht Alles was ich mach, kommt aus eigener Kraft Sie haben sich gefragt, aber Bruder für was? Für mein Traum, Mann, ich hau bis ich schaff Ich will nicht nur Okay, that's really a great song, actually. Uh, I listened to it a couple of times and I really congratulate your brother because I know how hard it is to write songs and rap texts, especially. I never tried it, but I think I, I can't imagine how hard it is, actually. Um, it's, it's harder than it looks like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know he's spending really sometimes days of writing his lyrics. Mm -hmm. He goes to the bathroom, he writes, he sings, he takes a shower, <laughs> he writes, he sings, he. Takes a walk, he writes his things. He's in the car, he writes his things. It's crazy. Yeah. You should ask him maybe for for one of the next times. The, what is the hardest thing for him in 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 rap music, in creating rap songs? I'd be curious to know. I will ask him, and then we can talk about maybe hip hop mm -hmm. in general. Oh yeah. Would be a very interesting topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd like to explore that. 
So that's super cool. Thank you so much for sharing that, Tommy. Thank you. Uh, in some of the next episodes, I might introduce a local Toulouse band as well. I would like to hear that. Okay. Um, so now, unless I'm wrong, I think we have our tongue twisters yes. of the day. So um, I'm going to try it. It's okay. probably going to be ridiculous as usual, but then you can try it. <laughs> so um, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Quand un cordier cordon doit accorder sa corde, pour sa corde accorder six cordons, il accorde. Mais si l'un des cordons de la corde décorde, le cordon décordé fait décorder la corde, que le cordier cordon avait mal accordé. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And this is one tongue twister? Yeah. This, I've never heard something like this. So I just heard uh, very random phrases again. Okay. <laughs> It reminded me of Sunny's tongue twister. Okay. So, so... So I will give you mine and I just... I intentionally chose a very simple one this time. It's, uh, I will give it to you now, dear listeners. Blaukraut bleibt Blaukraut und Brautkleid bleibt Brautkleid. Blaukraut bleibt Brautkleid. Yes, almost, yeah. <laughs> so as you can see, I'm really always struggling with tongue twisters. And I'm really happy that I picked an easy one this time. And I hope that some of you can reproduce it. <laughs> Okay, so I really like this section. Um, I have a few ready for next time. But now it's the time of our iconic section, the cultural shock section. Exactly. You had a very specific idea to talk about today, Tommy. Yeah, today I wanted to talk about something that I've talked about with a lot of other Fulbrighters, especially with my fellow Austrians, Germans. Um, the waste of food uh, here mm. in the US. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, uh, I would say that many countries waste a lot of food. Mm -hmm. But what surprises me here the most is that when people have a meeting, when they invite somebody for dinner, And we've seen it ourselves, so we didn't make this up. We didn't watch a documentary no, about it. We no. saw it with our own eyes. Mm -hmm. They would really, if they know nobody's going to eat it, it doesn't matter how much is left. It doesn't matter what it is. It they doesn't throw matter. it away. They throw it away, yeah. That, that really shocked me as well. I'm, I'm glad you put that on the table because actually it's um, one of the most shocking thing in our university, I think. It's every time there is some food at some place, we can see huge plates going to the the to the trash for me it's not understandable at the time we're living in mm. and um when i see things like that i really tell myself that th there must be some education about that i this is something i don't understand i mean there are a lot of things we're surprised about in this mm. country because it's a different country different traditions different way of life but uh food is a valuable resource mm -hmm. and everybody needs food and if you just keep in mind that so many people are really struggling just to get the basic mm -hmm. Um, resources like water, food, and medicine, mm. and then you just kind of treat food as if it was nothing, just that, rubbish. And and that's that's crazy. And I I really I don't know why this happens that much here. I, I, do you think that it's because actually they still have this feeling of unlimited resources that was the the, the very first um, feature of the new world? Mm -hmm. um, this is something I I try to use as an explanation. Because I can find another explanation. The only thing would, this is actually the only thing that would make sense. Because mm. they are sure, they're very proud of, of their life. You know, they know mm. 
this is what America represents. So they have enough of everything mm. and they can enjoy their life. But it's a 21st century. Yeah. And I think it's time to stop thinking like this. Yeah. And, because otherwise mm. it's not going to end well. And this is really one of the points where um, typically we were culturally shocked because even if in Europe there is a huge problem with wasting mm -hmm. as well. I, mean, I don't. I don't mean saying we are perfect doing that. It's far from from that. But um, I was personally. I mean, I I was told at school since I was a kid not to waste foods, not to throw things away. And I think it's just a matter of education and a matter of presence in the education and in the educating programs. To I mean, obviously the kids here at Saint Thomas don't know how bad it is to waste food, yeah. actually. They don't. They have no idea. They have no idea. They don't mean harm. They just don't know. It just, as you said, it's an educa educational problem. Mm -hmm. they, so it's something that they're not taught. Yeah. So and this is the biggest problem. Yeah. This, this is really a problem. And um, so if you guys have, have experienced stuff like that and want to answer or even want to oppose counter opinions about that, we are very We would really hear. like to yeah. hear what you think about it. Mm -hmm. You can be our guest and recruit or you can just comment and we can read out your comment in our next episode and we can gonna we also can post it on our facebook pages and we just would like to know what you think about it mm -hmm. are we alone with this or do you think that it is problem mm. so now um a less serious topic uh, but very important um uh, in any way uh the word of the day right exactly so what is your word of the day for the first this first show of the decade? So huh? it's a word that I actually came across a couple of days in a picture. And I think you saw the picture as well. Because, uh, and that's why I will ask you first to say something. So what is the word for science in French? Science. So see, so it's very similar to the English word, right? And let me tell you guys what it is in German. So it's Naturwissenschaften. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's very simple. <laughs> and I think it is. But there is a meme that was going on on Facebook where you see Italians have something like Scienzia. You have Science, right? <laughs> There's science in English. And just the Germans or Austrians, we have Naturwissenschaften. And it's funny because Wissenschaften would be translated with science. So actually, Naturwissenschaften means science of nature. Uh -huh. So this explains it a bit more. Ich liebe Naturwissenschaften. Sehr gut. Très bien. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My word of the week yes. is actually, uh, or word of the day, is actually um, a collective feeling at the moment in France. Ras-le-bol. Uh, ras-le-bol? Have you ever heard <laughs> ras-le-bol, Tommy? No. Tu en as déjà eu ras-le-bol? No. <laughs> okay. Um, ras-le-bol is actually, literally, if I could translate that, mm -hmm. it's... I've had enough. I'm fed up. Like a full glass of something? A full, full glass bowl? of something. Okay, yeah. My plate is... is. <laughs> <laughs> I tried it, but it doesn't work. It's, yeah. it's, it's an idiomatic I get thing. it, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I thought about that because actually you can see Hallebol every time in newspapers at the moment because of the huge strikes <laughs> movement. <laughs> I'm <usual>. sorry. <laughs> Just for our listeners, I'm still laughing. So Ralebol is actually, you say that when you are fed up with something, you really had enough of something. And then at the moment, uh, a lot of newspapers just talk about the Ralebol des Français because there are huge reforms and huge new laws are being passed and um, especially different categories, especially the teachers at the moment are uh, demonstrating in the streets. And 
Yeah, how about is something that really sums up the French society at the moment, I think, and and in general. I mean, we've all um, seen that this is going on in France, yeah, yeah. and I've even read, I think, that there's even a problem with, with the waste, that it's yeah. kind of in the streets of Paris because mm. of these huge strikes, mm -hmm. nobody's feeling responsible to take care yeah. of it. Okay, so we come to the end of our program. Um, we promised something to, to a friend of ours uh, recently, who actually was among the winners of the first quiz we introduced. She's called Celine, she's from Kenya, and she very kindly uh, proposed a song to play right now in Shukrut. Exactly. So thank you, Celine, for participating. Yeah. And I want to introduce the song as she as she told me. This is a song by Soti Soul, which is called Short and Sweet. It's her favorite Kenyan boy band, uh, featuring her favorite Kenyan rapper, which is called Nyashinsky. I hope I pronounced it good. And she describes it as a feel-good song about modern-day courtship that reminds her of the good times she had with her friend in Dodoma, Tanzania. She, it's a song she plays a lot with her friends. So it's associated with good memories and we're going to play it now. Thank you very much, Celine. And we are really looking forward to hear from you. We hope you're doing fine. Uh, thank you so much, Tommy. Thank you, Nico. Le let's start the season. Exactly. So have a good year. Shukrit listeners and see you and hear you next week. Merci, mon ami. Merci. Shukrit. 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 I think you fell in love too fast African nights and a cool rush And I remember you refused to kiss me And now you're using my toothbrush You say you think I talk too much That I'm not your type and you don't like the hype Cause your daddy is a preacher Now you're wearing my t-shirt And I don't want this night to end before you know I love you I don't want this night to end before you know I need you. Na muda usini isiye ni kwambie I love you. I don't want this night to end before you know I need you. So I'ma keep it short and sweet. DJ play the song on repeat. Odi odi dance to the beat. Apolipo kamatana feel so sweet. Apolipo kamatana feel so sweet. Short and sweet. DJ play the song on repeat. Odi odi dance to the beat. Apolipo kamatana feel so sweet. Apolipo kamatana feel so sweet. Yeah. You wanna do the right thing, you find this too exciting Your friends tell you could it to come in me High risk, throw that shit behind me yeah. Come sit beside me If you got too much class, then do me like assignments yeah. Please don't remind me of the bad times Your sugar sweet, your icy But in my eye, it shouldn't be so hard to make up your mind Just do it one time, for the one time it's a coffee ki participate Villain metitole unge jonge appreciate Lighting intimate One plus sixty-eight Usirasha tokitoka sai you'll still be late To set a chance ya could feel regret How much higher than this can you ever get In Mount Everest And by sunrise I'm gone I'm not here that long Keep it short, short and, and sweet DJ play the song on repeat Odi odi dance to the beat Apolipo kamatana feels Apolipo kamatana feels so sweet Short and sweet DJ play the song on repeat Odi odi dance to the beat Apolipo kamatana feels so sweet Apolipo kamatana feels so sweet He gripped me bed sita Na sinakiti soda kalia kitanda Na he 
kitanda na ni 4x6 Usingiziwa bono kauko 6 feet deep Kabla nizame 6 inch deep Acha niseti mood na maudi Nangoma za kabaka daudi Nangoma za oliva mchukui Getting closer, let's get warmer, lose the tension Be together, I know how to treat you better Take this moment unforgettable With this feelings undeniable I'ma keep it short and sweet DJ play this song on repeat Odi Odi dance to the beat Abolipo kamata na feel so sweet Abolipo kamata na feel so sweet Short and sweet DJ play this song on repeat Odi Odi dance to the beat Abolipo kamata na feel so sweet Abolipo kamata na feel so sweet You wanna do the right thing You find it too exciting Your friends tell you kudetum to kami mini high risk that shit behind me, come sit beside me. If you got too much class, then do me like assignments. <laughs>